All right. In this episode, I'm going to start with a letter that I wrote to my son. Dear Jack, I know that you're just as lost as I am. I know that you're scared and worried. I also know that this too shall pass. Some days I have to cling to those words to make it through. But I do believe they're true. I also believe there are no accidents or coincidences and that this experience, albeit pretty crappy, is happening for a reason. My prayer or call to the universe, God, gods, goddess, whatever, is what it has been from the beginning. May we find strength, grace, and trust. We are stronger than we realize. I love you, sweet boy. Wherever I am, that will always be. My love for you will always be. Your mom. All right. When my son Jack found out I had cancer, it felt as though a bomb went off in my apartment. I'm partly to blame for this reaction. My son only knew cancer from a family member who had passed away from cancer, my cousin, Yvette. In the past, I perceived Jack as having unreasonable temper tantrums when he'd say things like, I can't believe you're not buying me this. I have nothing. On occasion, when I was at my wit's end, I'd lose it and yell back, I can't believe you're behaving this way. Cousin Yvette is no longer on this planet, and I'm sure her kids would much prefer she be here than any type of material object they may want. Okay, these moments were not my finer parenting techniques. In fact, they felt like a complete parent fail. It's so fucking hard to be a parent. Little did that Tina know that future self would no longer be wasting her energy worrying constantly about her son's explosions or meltdowns or tempers. Or even my ways that I exploded in the past. The evening Jack discovered I had cancer was a cluster. I was at home recouping from my surgery. I had a mastectomy. We hadn't told him yet that I had cancer. Honestly, all he knew was that mom had to have something removed from her body that isn't allowing her to have optimal health. That's it. We didn't tell him anything because at the time, we didn't know I had to go through all of these things, chemo, radiation. We thought it would just be hormone therapy after surgery. Sharing with a nine-year-old that I had cancer did not seem necessary at that moment. Perhaps when he was a little older, I'd share more specifics on the situation. All that said, I had no idea how cumbersome the drains would be that I had after surgery, or that I'd be needing chemo. Kids can be like animals. They can acutely sense things. On that particular day, Jack was off. He was having temper tantrums after temper tantrums, meltdowns after meltdowns. It seemed like even my mom, who was visiting to help out, my husband couldn't help. So without talking with Jack's therapist, my therapist, or even Michael, I went into Jack's room during his meltdown and said, Jack, I get you're scared. 
I get that mom looks like an alien with these drains, which are here to get fluids that have built up for my surgery. Listen, we need to work together as a family, especially now. Jack, the doctors took the bad stuff out of my body, but to make sure it never, ever returns, I'm going to take a medicine for a few months that will make my hair fall out. Well, that was it. I definitely didn't give my kid enough credit for all that he's tuned into. He yelled out, cancer? Who have cancer? You're going to die. I'm not going to school. The kids will make fun of me. They'll bully me. He immediately went inside his closet, shut the door and yelled, I'm never coming out of here. And he was in there for a few hours. During that time, my mother was locked up in my bedroom. I think pacing, but can't confirm. Michael was lying on Jack's bed and looking exhausted. I felt this odd sense of both inner calm and surface freakouts. The deepest part of my belly felt like, it's going to be okay. And yet I was doing activities that were the complete opposite of calm. I called several mom friends to share the news and texted a family member who had gone through chemo four years ago to please send pictures of herself bald and pictures of herself now. I made myself a cup of tea, chamomile tea, and I remember reading the little quote that comes with a tea bag. When you are in tune with the unknown, the known is peaceful. I took a deep breath and sat at the door of Jack's closet. I did my best to explain that cancer's like fruit. There's watermelon and there are cherries. Both are fruits, but both are very different. I told him my cancer was a cherry. That suggestion was given to me by a counselor at Sloan. He seemed to respond, Jack did, and calm down. That said, this experience did not just affect me, but our entire family. I saw my son act out more and become more explosive at school. One time, the school called to tell me that he had jumped on top of the desk during reading. I immediately thought of Dead Poet Society, the movie. Oh, Captain, oh, Captain, where art thou? <laughs> when I asked Jack, why on earth did you jump on the desk? His response was, I just didn't want to read, Mom. Okay. Beyond the acting out, I saw a boy become softer, too. Every morning before school, he'd race to my bedroom to hug me. Pre-cancer, I was up in the morning feeding him and getting him ready for school. But during treatment, my energy was non-existent before 10 a.m. Michael was on duty, and so was Jack. I also saw a boy become more self-reliant and aware. I saw myself letting go of the worry and fret I could have over him. I saw softness form in both of us. After Jack came out of his closet, three hours later, I read to him in bed. We read the book, What Do You Do With a Problem? It's a beautiful children's book about how problems can actually be gifts to us. I held Jack. We both cried.
through tears, he told me, I don't want you to die, Mom. I told him, I'm not going to die. Maybe that wasn't the right thing to say, but it felt right. Honestly, I'm learning to trust that what feels right sometimes makes way more sense than the logical conclusions, than the logical things to say. As Jack fell asleep in my arms, I could feel my cousin Yvette. You've got this. You've got this. I heard her say. And in that moment, I felt as though I had my son, and that was all I needed. I've got this. I'm Tina Zaremba. I'm searching for strength, grace, and trust. You've been listening to Chemo Stories. <laughs>